Riddle me this. Who wants to end their careers? This is Batman Forever on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you're going to beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hello, welcome to Stinger Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad, bad movie, movie lovers. lovers. I'm, your ho- <laughs> I'm your host, Jackie. Justin. Oh, wait. With me are always... I'll get drive through. <laughs> wait, I did that wrong. Yeah, uh, you did. Hold on. All right, questions. <laughs> I'll get drive through. That's the first thing that Batman says. Yeah, yep, pretty much. Uh Batman Forever from 1996, correct, Sam? Five. Five. Uh, follow up to Batman Returns, because Sam is going to go on a bat tree, three Pete. How would you do that? Bat, bat binge. A bat binge, yeah, as it were. Um, hope everybody had a great Christmas, because we're done with that. Uh, tomorrow is New Year's Day, so it's uh, 2019 to start uh, an entire new season of shitty movies. And uh, as everybody knows, it's time to start gearing up for the Smab Fuzz because it's the end of the year. So uh, it should be exciting. Award season. Yeah, we've got a little bit of that uh, happening at the end of this show. So we'll talk uh, a little bit about uh, some 2018 movies or just one, actually. Um, but back to Batman. We determined that uh, Batman Returns stinks on ice. Stinks on ice. Real hard. Uh, this is the follow-up, uh, directed by Joel Schumacher, produced still by Tim Burton. Um, sort of. Sort of, yeah. He, he gets his, his name. Hey, this is Batman's Tim Burton's idea, right? He, I think he gets to pick <laughs> Schumacher. At least that's the story. But I think he got to pick Schumacher from a short list of names that was put in front of him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just want to put this out there for our listeners. If you hear something banging around, that would be our Corgi Winston. Yeah. He has had a manly surgery. I wouldn't say manly. It's demanlying. Uh, it's a Frankenweiner. Yeah. Yeah. He's got uh, mass- massive stitches. Well, he's got staples. Yeah. And he's got a cone on his head. So he's knocking around us. And so if you hear a bunch of knocking around, that's what that is. Rather than the wrestling that you usually hear. Instead, he's just running around like a caveman into every fucking thing right now. Yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't bite my cord in half again today. <laughs> right. Uh, Sam, tell us about the Batman Forever, please. Well, I think I should start with Tim Burton. Okay. Dun- Tim Burton. Pardon. Everybody always does. I'm, I've got dramatic music going. <laughs> <laughs> Very loud dramatic music. Oh, okay. That's the the whisper Tim Burton music. Yeah. <laughs> I can't carry a tune. So uh, he. This is a quote. I always hated those titles like Batman Forever. That sounds like a tattoo somebody would get when they're on drugs or something, mm. or some kid would write it in their yearbook. Mm. Okay, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Then uh, reports were that he wanted to. Cast Mickey Dolans as the Riddler. From the Monkees. Yeah. Uh, interesting choice. I mean, how old would Mickey Dolans be at that point? I mean, he'd be in his mid to late 50s. 
it was going to be one of these things where it was the whole this whole new Batman was going to be the Penguin running for mayor. Okay, okay. It was all just going to be these like what a what a crazy juxtaposition, right? And they're like, "You're fucking fired." <laughs> You're not here to do that. These actually have to be Batman movies. You have to put Batman in the movie. Yeah. And he has to fight bad guys. That's kind of the thing. And uh, Schumacher, who ends up getting it, he wanted to reboot it like, immediately. He thought that the thing was already at a, in a bad state, and it was time to push reset two years later or whatever. Right. right? Okay. And he wanted to do Batman year one. Oh, okay. He wanted to do Frank Miller's Batman. He wanted to be super dark and all sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Keaton was fine with that, but the studio was like, no. And there was all these other ideas. Ultimately, like, there's a there's a lot of different things that happen in pre production for this, even though it got fast tracked. Basically, uh, Lee and Janet Scott Batchelor, the writers, wrote this sort of open ended thing that basically focuses on duality, and that's why Two Face was chosen. He's Batman. He's Bruce Wayne, Two-Face works into it. But also, they had a lot of different directions they could go, so they could basically make the movie in post-production after they shot it way too long. Right. And that was when Keaton was like, I'm out. And once he was out, it was open, and everybody and their dog was in, and uh, Val Kilmer got it, because he said yes without reading the script. <laughs> He's in like typical Val Kilmer tradition. He's like, I'll be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude. What's it about? I, I, I'm just going to say, if somebody was like, hey, you want to be Catwoman? I'd be like, fuck yeah, man. Oh, I don't because, even... you know, you're, 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 you're so choosy with your scripts, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, Batman is very iconic, right? Right, right. And I mean, if you, get to, if you get a chance to play one of those roles, wouldn't you do it? Without reading the script, you'd be like, you want me as Batman? Um, you would do it. Don't lie. Uh, well, yeah, but I'm not an actor or famous or have money <laughs> i mean you know at the end of the day you're look. i i would i wouldn't care what the role is i would just be like wait i'm getting paid how much of course i'll do it mm-hmm. mm. yeah they're like you have to put in a cattail butt plug but i still get to be batman mm. i'm in and how many zeros accompany the butt plug yeah the one, hold on how many zeros and then the batman thing so there's no money i i get anal insertion but i still get to be batman all right I might say no. No, yeah. Definitely. Like, wait, wait. What kind of movie is this? Um, I'm thinking maybe I should read the script now. Yeah. The rest of the sort of story of Batman Forever is that uh, despite like them, even Schumacher's finished version was two hours and 40 minutes and had to get Which cut is down. But they were able to basically choose the tone of the film in post production. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they went with a lighter tone to make it more marketing friendly, obviously. Right. But the uh, other tale of the movie is the, I think it actually turned out pretty good reading some of the stories on how everyone in this movie fucking hated each other. Yeah. I guess Schumacher and uh, Kilmer didn't talk for two weeks. I could see that. I've heard that a lot about Val Kilmer movies, that uh, he is impossible to work with. Yeah, he didn't say anything nice or bad about Kidman. Okay. He said Jim Carrey was a pleasure. Okay. It was just like the best it's mm-hmm. like this guy was a pro he did everything and apparently he was helping with the art department okay which you can after you're seeing his paintings and all that you're like i bet he would do something it's like very that. uh yeah. aside from the content it's very bright i mean like he uses vivid colors yeah this is a vivid movie so yeah but uh it was carrie was helping make his own costumes and mm-hmm. that and he really dove into that sure i uh, bet that he was especially proud of the the finale costume because i thought that was his best one 
the blinking oh the white the uh, white one's good white with the, the white one is yeah. really good that's pretty elaborate costume yeah uh i will now read this quote from tommy lee jones uh what he said to jim carrey i hate you <laughs> <laughs> i really don't like you i cannot sanction your buffoonery <laughs> And then goes on screen and tries to double it. Right. Which is weird that they hated each other because they played off each other in this thing. Like it was like, I see you and I raise. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because it's just, uh, I, I, I could see like Tommy Lee Jones being like, you're a hack. You're a nobody. You're a joke. Uh, what are you doing in this very serious film that I'm in? It must be a serious film because, What's I, his name? Uh, McCall, uh, McLeod, you know, uh, from Lonesome Dove, you know. Sure. I'm Tommy Lee Jones. Was that after or I'm before a, this? Lonesome Dove? It was 92. Lonesome Dove is like an 86, dude. Okay. Um. Yeah, he's, he's a very serious actor. He uh, didn't read the script. I was roommates with the uh, vice president of the United States or close to that. I can't Something lived across the hall. I yeah. Think. Um. So, it like, what are you doing, Tommy? Like, this isn't your wheelhouse. This is Jim's wheelhouse. Say what you want about Jim Carrey, whether you like working with him or not. But, dude, you're Tommy Lee Jones. You're not Jim Carrey, and you're trying to be Jim Carrey. Uh, I thought he did it really well. Oh, it's it's. I can understand, though, why they had to go with the the lighter tone that Sam was talking about in post-production, though, uh because of their one-upping. Right. It just kind of got ridiculous towards the end. Yeah. And I I mean, I could totally see where they're like, this is our only option. Yeah, the dark is not going to work here. The Well, I think really the decision that with the darker tone going away is that McDonald's bailed on them because of it. Right. And they're like, we have to have that corp. We can't spend our own money on these movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and we also have to sell a thousand toys. A thousand toys. Just a thousand. Uh, <laughs> we're cutting it after a thousand. A thousand million. <laughs> and as a weird side note, while we were watching the film, Jackie was uh, saying that it looked like Tokyo. Uh, Schumacher tried to make it look like a cross between 1930s New York and current Tokyo. Oh, so, so I'm an asshole. Yeah. Yep. In huh. the beginning scenes, it, it totally looked like Tokyo. It doesn't look like Gotham. No matter what, sure. it doesn't look like Gotham. Gotham is dirty nasty there's rats everywhere like like you know those shots of like new york movies where the streets are always wet yeah gotham is wet and dirty like you don't want to go into the sewer of gotham you know that's why batman's got a fucking state i can't help you clark clean up metropolis you live in a fucking utopia of society i've i'm bad i'm the batman that's why i call my underwear gotham shorts (laughs) they're always wet and dirty well, you know, and they kept reminding you that you were in Gotham. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys caught that with the yeah. the taxis oh, yeah. and the Statue of Liberty and <laughs> everything know. named Gotham. Every building that they yeah. went into, they panned Gotham in there. Gotham and- Bank, Gotham University, Gotham it's- Circus Tent. I'm still seeing Gotham. I think I'm going to still see Gotham. It's burned into my eyes. I'm going to see it for three hours after the movie's over. I'll still be seeing Gotham. It's just a blinking yeah. light endlessly. Gotham, Gotham, Gotham. Uh, what else you got, Sam? Numbers? Okay, so numbers is uh, domestically 184 against 100 million, 336 mm-hmm. worldwide. Mm-hmm. And then it uh, didn't, like, currently, ex post facto, it's got like a 40 on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Didn't do as well. And uh, Warner Brothers was happy that they were able to, like, get the merchandising back in line. Right. But they were pretty upset still that it didn't eclipse the 
earning total of the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is your relaunch, you want it to, you know, almost 10 years later, you want it to be uh, more lucrative, as it were. Sequels, a lot of times, make more, so, like, they want that to happen. Yeah, and I would say that, you know, Batman, the first one was a massive success for what it was, but at the same time, it didn't cost a whole lot, whereas this one cost a lot. So, you know, you've got the the entire backing of the studio behind this, where the first one's kind of an experiment to see if there's going to be something more there. So its success is bigger because, hey, it worked. Whereas this one's kind of a disappointment because, oh, we only made 45 or whatever. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, anything else? Before we- That's the size of the the uh backstory to the movie really um i do want to pull out a note um danny elfman does not appear in this film and i think that's a serious mistake they uh wanted to go completely a different direction right then they pulled their uh they were they went gun shy and a thing that probably pissed people off again with this one is they used danny elfman's music in one of the trailers oh no and then it's not in the movie right classic dickhead warner brothers move yeah Mm. oh man because like the Batman theme song by Elfman is it. It is it. Um, I remember, like, specifically when uh, 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 Lego Batman came out and they pulled out the Elfman music, you know, 20 years later in a video game, a cheesy video game. But you see it. You see Batman and you hear that shit and you're like, ah, yes, Danny Elfman, you fucking killed it right here. And anytime you say, you know what, let's get somebody else other than Danny Elfman, you've made a bad choice. Sure. Uh, also, another side note, the soundtrack. I wasn't mm-hmm. really going to mention this, but the soundtrack did almost as well as the first one, the Prince one. But oh, this yeah. one had like U2, right. Flaming yeah. Lips, like everybody was kind of on The Offspring. Is this <laughs> the one that had, that had the seal in it, too? Yep. The yep. kiss, yep. From, kiss a rose. from a rose? Yep, yep, but yep. they didn't even feature that in the film anywhere. No, no, it's just a sales point. Uh, no, they, yeah, I don't really get how that whole soundtrack thing worked. No, I don't either. Because it was like all these people were getting money except for the people making the songs and then they could barely even stuff them into the damn movie half uh-huh, the time right right so ridiculous but what you would do actually is you would stuff the movie into your music video because this is back still in the heyday yeah. of MTV everybody's watching videos sure and so you just sprinkle in clips to to generate buzz about this movie that's coming out that's why you release the song like a month earlier make it the hottest jam of the summer and then everybody's like, dude, I, that Batman movie looks really good because Seal said it was good. <laughs> and we always accuse, you know, consumers and ourselves of being dumb shits. And I think soundtracks was just the dumb shit we were buying that. Yeah. Like, oh, did you get the soundtrack to this? Like, right. I got the Hope Float soundtrack. What the fuck? Yeah, soundtracks were a big deal back back in the day. If you think about it, I, I you know, I was I could phrase this. When was the last time a soundtrack was a big deal? But there is. Um, but those are movie sound scores of movies, for instance, like the the, the greatest, greatest showman, showman, Jackie, like that's the score of the sure. movie. They're musical soundtracks. But when was the last time a amalgam of uh, musicians did a bunch of tracks for a soundtrack? When was that? And when was it they, successful? They quit doing that. Yeah. And. Like Disney's soundtracks still do okay, I know, but those I have are to the scores of the movie. My daughter, yeah, uh, yeah, but you know that that old like just mixtape, right? They were just selling us right. mixtapes. I guess Guardians, Guardians. That's yeah. that's. But I mean, 
that's diegetic music. It is, but it's still a mixtape. And yeah. it's a mixtape in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Right. So it's it's still the score of the movie sure. to a degree. So I don't know. So is this I gotta ask Sam this too before we move on from his um expertise here. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> is this the first time we see bat nipples? Yep. Yeah, it is. And the cod pieces too. Yeah. Because right. they really focused in on that. Oh, it gets worse, Jackie. Yeah. The, everybody throws the Batman and Robin under the bus, you know, but this is the, there's a reason everybody speaks of the bat nipples in that one. But yes, this is the first bat nipple movie. And it's subtle in compar- comparison. It's a he wave He came of up with some real cockamamie excuses as to why he wanted to do this uh-huh. other than to have man sex on the screen. <laughs> right. And they're just like, ridiculous, like, whoa, the, you know, Batman needs to be more animat- animatonical or yeah. anatomical. And it's like, right. why does he? Or, uh, Do bats you know, have nipples? You know, the Greeks really did stuff like this. Um, what? Uh, <laughs> like, why? Mm. These are not explanations that will give a reason to do this with the movie, but he just wanted to have big dicks and nipples. In the context of the Tim Burton Batman universe, there's no Lucius Fox. Nobody's designing batman suits in the context of these films we are left to 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 imply that either alfred or bruce wayne himself are designing these costumes and at one point one of them had this dialed up on the computer and then just drew in some titties yeah like i like it drunk and they were like look my bat suit has nipples print i need some for the hookers (laughs) to play with right and i need you to make my wiener look a lot bigger uh, I'd say we uh, that's as deep into the nipples as we go on yeah. this one and just l- Let lambast it, it yeah, on the next, next one. one. But uh, I did notice that when we finally get Robin's plastic suit, his codpiece was bigger. Like, uh-huh. he was like, look, Batman, I made myself a suit, too, but my wiener's bigger. <laughs> I, yeah, I noticed I'm that, too. I'm a man. Too. I'm not a teenage boy, right? And Wait. Batman totally looked down at it like, you little fucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> the next bat suits are going to have cod pieces so big they can't even walk. They're only good for riding around on the unis- motorcycles that have big dips built into them for the giant fake penises. Hey, you are you have two utility belts. Yeah, that's ones that hold up my junk. Uh-huh. All right. 1995's Batman forever. Uh at least we open on Batman being Batman in this movie. Batman is in this movie, Batman Sam. Batman is in the movie. I would say within 10 minutes, we have got we get more Batman in this than we got in the right. whole previous <laughs> Batman movie. Um, Two-Face has heisted a bank vault. Uh, it's at the top of a building. I don't know whether there's a bank vault, how that works and all, but whatever. Um, and he's held hostage, a security guard, put him in the bank vault, and it's all elaborate trap to get the Batman. Yep. Uh, I want to start questioning things right now. What does Two-Face do? His only motivation in this movie from the very first thing is to get Batman. Yeah, that's what he does. He doesn't have like a crime syndicate. He does. He's got henchmen in the He's whole thing. He's got henchmen, but there's not. How does he pay for this enterprise? If your sole thing is, we're the guys that get Batman. Does that make any cash? No. No. I'm assuming they went ahead and cleaned the bank out while they were doing this and other thing. And then replaced it with boiling acid. Yeah. I mean, 
this seems like a pretty expensive op here. Well, this is just like one vault, right? Like, God knows how much they got out of the bank. They have to be robbing banks at a breakneck speed to pay for this operation. Okay. We just don't have to see that. It's just like uh, getting takeout. Like, they're very efficient about robbing banks while also trying to get Batman. Yeah, like Batman says at the beginning, I'll go to the drive-thru. Yeah, right. Exactly. In my Batmobile, (laughs) rather than bring a sandwich with me. Because I didn't eat before Batmaning. You get cramps. Yeah. You gotta wait 30 minutes <laughs> in between eating and Batmaning or you're gonna get cramps. <laughs> oh, my stomach. So, Batman comes in, uh, lands on the grounds like, what's up, Commissioner Gordon? Who's this hot babe? Nicole Kidman's there. Uh, Dr. Chase Meridian, who is a... Meridian s- Chase. No, Chase. her Mar- name is Chase Meridian, but... Um, no, her name is Meridian Chase. It's really not Jackie. It's, she says it backwards twice and it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, she's there to be a psychoanalyst of all, I guess, just Two-Face, or is she there to like kind of be like, what the fuck is up with Gotham and all these wackos? Part of the extensive deleted scenes uh-huh. uh, is her, she works at Arkham. Arkham was originally in the beginning of the okay. movie. all right. But yeah, she works at Arkham. She's the police have, however, brought her in from Arkham specifically to psychoanalyze Tommy Lee Jones so they can catch him or Two Face. Is this before or after Harley Quinn's first appearance on Batman the Animated Series? I don't know, but I got to figure that Harley Quinn has showed up because they give Two Face double ladies later on. Okay. So you think they're like kind of a hard, like. They're... Everybody gets their own lady, villain, doctor girlfriends. Because Dr. Chase Meridian, what you just said, is very similar to Harley Quinn's uh, origin story. Yeah. She's a doctor at Arkham who ends up falling in love with a psychopath. Yeah. Sure, it happens to be Joker, but as we know from everything, the Joker and Batman are just uh, two different sides of the same coin that sits in Harvey Dent's pocket. Yeah. And gets flipped every once in a while. It's very complex. Uh, sure. Uh incestual universe of psycho business <laughs> yeah and at this point i think she comes in and she's the commissioner gordon's like what do i do to catch this guy and she goes you could try fucking catching him because <laughs> the police are at least seen in the other Batman right. movies right the only thing we ever see commissioner gordon do in this movie is run around in his pajamas and wonder why batman isn't doing all of the work for right, him Right, indeed like they the entire police force of gotham city is now just on the dole i mean uh, we have no choice but to compare everything to the christopher nolan universe as far sure. as the movies but like there is a tenuous relationship between Commissioner Gordon and Batman where Commissioner Gordon's like, I am forced into supporting a vigilante. I should arrest this guy. Whereas Commissioner Gordon in the Tim Burton universe is a fucking Batman cheerleader. <laughs> he is. He's worse. He's just like, do my job for me, please. Go, Batman. Like, There's a scene later in the movie where they're like, I don't think he's coming. And there's real... Real distress, oh. not because they're worried about what crime is going to happen. They're worried about having to go back to work. Right. Like, dude, we've been on vacation for like two years and uh, getting paid for it. I have to get out of these pajamas then. Oh. Dang it. <laughs> so, um, so he, Batman does show up. He fights off all the goons of uh, Two-Face. Uh, but then he goes into the vault to rescue this this bank worker who is hilarious um i don't know if it's intentional or not but boy this guy stinks and it's a trap the the vault is filled with 
boiling acid. Boiling acid. If acid wasn't menacing enough on its own, and now it's boiling. Which is going to be worse for you. Boiling acid. Well, I mean, the boiling part or the acid here. part. Well, it, you know. Which it's is going to get you first. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. The, the heat or the It's acidity. probably one of those things where your lungs burst mm-hmm. from the vapor, acidic vapor, before you even hit the boiling acid. I think you just stumbled upon everything there. Actually, I think this was on Mythbusters. But uh, <laughs> um, I think that uh, you hit the nail on the head. They're already dead. They died. There's no oxygen in that fucking boiling acid chamber, which would just create fucking gases that would kill them instantly. They don't even need to be dipped into the the melt you part. Like, yeah, you can't even do a joke because you can be like, hey, Batman, I'm dead and so are you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't talk because our lungs exploded. Uh, it was a horrible way to die. Oh, no, it's boiling acid. Oh, no, it's toxic mustard gas, you yeah. dumb fuck. <laughs> All right, uh, but somehow Batman anchors his vault to a building, uh, severs the chain after escaping, and uh, causes him to be being towed by uh, Two-Face's helicopter through the the skies of Gotham. Our first introduction to them going, yeah, Jurassic Park did it, so we can just do a bunch of computer computer animation too, right? Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. No. Uh, yeah, Gotham looks pretty crappy, but uh, Two-Face eventually crashes his helicopter through a light-up sign, which I don't think you can do. Uh, you can't really fly th- helicopters through anything. They're not really like a collision sort of vehicle. Yeah, if I know anything about helicopters, you can't really fly them at all. They mostly just crash. The more I learn about them, the less they make sense to me. Right. <laughs> I'm like, so how do you even steer this thing? <laughs> like, people get in these on and, purpose? And live? <laughs> Let's try crashing it through a sign. Let's try just leaving it parked. Yeah, how like, about that? Okay, well, do we have a time machine? Because now I'm not even going to bang chicks. I'm just going to uninvent the helicopter. <laughs> um, Batman doesn't get dead from it. Uh, he's on the front of the chopper, and it appears that his head is pretty close to those blades. Well, like I think he went through them at one point. The way that he appears is his cape flaps down on the back of the very top of the front of the windshield. He had to drop through the rotor to get there. Right. He's standing on top of the windshield. How tall is this helicopter? Because... It doesn't matter. He went through the rotor he to went, get there. Yeah, he went through the rotors to get there. So Batman's died twice already. Yeah. Actually, I think he died in the sign. Mm-hmm. And then when he did his super flip through the rotor, that's the third time that Batman's already died. Once from the lungs exploding, uh, once from the sign, and now he's been killed by the rotors of this helicopter. But he looks like a bug on a windshield. Yeah. <laughs> which I think was supposed to be funny, but... Huh. You're the, I thought you were making a joke. I think you're the only one that spot, saw, saw it that way, Jackie. Sometimes you're the boy in shield. Sometimes you're the Batman. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, that was just... Move on, move on. So, <laughs> this joke sucks. Move on. So Two-Face has no choice but to shoot his own pilot. Um, he was going to shoot at Batman, but he decided, hell, I hit that guy on accident. I should just empty my gun into him now. Right. Uh, Causing the helicopter to be out of control, but it's okay because Toothface has a club. 
a yeah, he anti gets, a car anti theft device. Yeah, he <laughs> he gets control of the helicopter, and then Batman like headbutts him through the side windshield, so he realizes he should put the club on there, so it'll fly into the statue of Gotham Liberty. One might be questioning, well, how do you put a club on a helicopter? This one has a steering wheel. Yeah, that's, <laughs> well, how you do that is you just. And did you notice later that the Batman has more of avionics controls, the Batmobile? So it's like the helicopter has a steering wheel, but this car controls like an airplane. Right, right. Nice job. Yeah, I don't think Joel Schumacher knows how helicopters work. Uh, they don't have steering wheels. Um, well, you know, it's just not sexy to put the Joker in a Cessna. <laughs> a little plane. <laughs> We're gonna... They still have a yoke on that. That's the thing. There's the... You got the other axis to worry about. You can't just be like, do-do-do-do. Maybe, I don't know. You just put like that little kid steering wheel on the passenger side and they act like they're flying the right. helicopter. Yeah, sure, Two-Face, you're flying, all right. That's why uh, Toons has never got his aviation license. There's too much to worry about. A Toons's joke, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lots of people are going to remember that hey, shit. She did the Batman's the windshield. I'm the toilet or whatever. <laughs> If you don't know what Sam's talking about, it's called Toonsis the Driving Cat. Just Google it. Um, actually, do. Yeah, you, you should. should stop, you should stop this podcast and watch Toonsis. Watch Toonsis for about a half hour, then come back. Um, it crashes into the Statue of Liberty, which really pisses me off because it's a fake Statue of Liberty that says Gotham on it. Just make a different statue. Right, Why so, can't Gotham have its own statue? And this probably isn't important at all, but isn't during the... Uh, um, Darkest Night, they have show that Gotham has a statue-like Statue of Liberty, but it's a, uh, Lady Justice or whatever. Yeah, like, sure, go with that. Yeah, so I, but they don't. They do. No, it's just the Statue of Liberty with Gotham on her head. Uh huh. It sucks. It's offensive to me. I mean, what? well, that's why they put Gotham on its head, so you wouldn't be offended. Oh, oh, hey, so that's the difference. Um, fuck off. Um, the French are like, wait, that is my statue. Oh, wait, no, that one says Gotham. That is not our statue that we gave to them. <laughs> Must be the French-Canadian version. Um, the next day, I guess he dives into the water, whatever. Batman's fine. Joker or Two-Face gets away. Yeah. The next day, uh, Bruce Wayne goes into work um, and meets Edward Nigma, as played by Jim Carrey. And Edward Nigma works for him uh, in this, uh, like, brain tank, uh, like, a, like a think machine uh, R&D department. As far as I know, because of the way it's shot, so here's some more bad computer animation, mm -hmm. flying into Wayne Industries, and this is like the window in the centerpiece, like, this is what they're working on. This, this is all, this room, by the rule, by the way the movie sets it up, is that all that Wayne Industries is working on is happening in this room. Right. Which really looks like the attic that you put the the weirdos that you don't want other people to see. Yeah, it's 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 an attic. You speak about duality. It says that this is the entire thing and then inside it looks like shit and there's a bunch of ding-dongs inside of there. Yeah. I mean even in the dialogue it's like he's how are things going here, guys? Like I'm going to check in on how my company's doing and it's this. Right. Either way, Edward Nigma has a an idea. It's a it's basically just virtual reality. It is that but he's got. He it's a he has VR, but instead of the little goggles, he's decided to put a blender on your head uh -huh. instead. Right, right, right. Uh, okay. And just think of the possibilities, though. 
What? Margarita straw. <laughs> It ends up all over your hair and shoulders. Endless possibilities. I've got a smoothie all over me. That's not how you. You guys don't like it like that. Well, you know, just like if there's maybe a special lady involved. Yeah, just dump smoothies all over each other and go. Yeah, that sucked. Let's take a bath. Nothing I like more than smoothie on my head and sitting in a cake. You know, it's hot. Yeah. Ew. (laughs) Feels nice. Yeah, your balls are still gross enough that even it makes the smoothie taste gross. Um, Bruce is like, mm, I see. Mm, okay. Now you guys are basically in charge of, uh, Wayne Tech's future, right? Mm, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't like this. This is a dumb idea because you're manipulating people's brainwaves. Sort of. He said, let me see all the schematics on this. He's like, well, I'm ready to get an answer now. Oh, if you're going to be pushy on the answer is no. Right. It seems the like the whole thing is fucking whatever. Enigma's being a little pushy. Yeah. You're like, yeah, fuck off, bud. I'm in charge. Yeah. It's just a corporate uh, clusterfuck, this whole thing. Whereas Bruce Wayne's like, oh, yeah, mind control thing. Let me look this over. If I can find a use for me, one that won't affect me in a bad way, I'm probably going to give you a high five. I did just see Demolition Man, and that sex scene is hot. I hope this is capable of that. Sure. So, Could you imagine, though? Because apparently with this machine, right, you can be in the movies mm, just start of. putting yourself in pornos this is going right. to go horribly wrong that's the thing with all of the things is it that all turns into it, porno the holodeck yep you gotta pound on the wall because jimmy's been in there for three hours <laughs> he left the mop outside the door the danger room Iceman is melted as it were uh, <laughs> hot it's the whole origin story of the dark phoenix is my understanding is just uh it gets a little not under the collar, as it were. <laughs> Loins. Um, he sees the bat signal, and so it's time to go to work. But it's just a booty call from Dr. Chase Meridian, who's like, hey, Batman, I got a hot tip on uh, some place where panties are. <laughs> so she's at the top of the police station in her underwear. Uh-huh. And right after Commissioner Gordon runs out in his pajamas. Right. Is she banging Commissioner Gordon just until she can get to the next guy? No. I I think I think she's there to to enact her plan uh, of banging the bat, but Commissioner Gordon is still on vacation. He just wears pajamas, and he just came upstairs because he lives at the you know. Well, these are just office houses. Hour. These are office hours. Yeah, he's he also had the same plan as as Nicole Kidman, <laughs> but um, he got up there a little late. He's like, he's oh like, shit. I know that this is probably asking too much because now I get paid for doing nothing, but how about a handy bad man? <laughs> he, huh? like, pulls out. He's like, look at how much these pants stretch away I mean, from we my have, waist. We have been working together for a while now, mm-hmm. buddy. Um, you ever, uh, ever think about each other? It's uh, <laughs> service to the city and the service to this man right here. Well, Batman's like, hey, lady, this isn't uh, a beeper. He says that. Uh, then banter, banter, banter. And he's like, uh, you're pretty hot, but uh, whatever, I'm out. Late at night, back at Wayne Enterprises, uh, Nigma has strapped his boss into the Nigma machine and discovers that the virtual reality device also sucks out people's brain power. IQ. It doesn't really, it doesn't steal from them. It's weird. It's like it, it clones it into you. Right. They're still fine, but you get to like 
plus 13 or something. Yeah. What happens if you suck it out of a, a, an idiot? Uh, uh, the president? Um, I mean, d- does your IQ start going down? You're like, yeah. no, 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 I gotta disconnect. Yeah. What if you're in the negative? Oh, bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As far as we're going with that. Uh, no, yeah. I know. Like, what are you like? Yeah, does if you're at a 130 and you suck out a 75, does it knock you down to a, or is it plus 75? Maybe know. it's just like a it's like a slot machine, and you just keep pulling the lever, and every once in a while you're brilliant, and every once in a while you're an idiot. No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why these plans go so sideways sometimes. Well, he eventually pushes his window or his window out of his boss. Um, he pushes his boss out of a window, and uh, then doctors the footage so that uh, this is know. Ed Bagley Jr. Right? It is. Yeah. It is, yeah. Um, that was like. I actually liked this scene because they were both doing like, blah, 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 like both <laughs> trying to be as silly as possible. Whoa, 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 Whereas whoa, whoa. with Tommy Lee Jones, it almost hurts watching him <laughs> right. try to compete. Whereas Ed Bigley Jr. and Jim Carrey doing like, oh yeah, give me some more. Like, go to town, boys. You guys got this. Yeah, there's only so much though that they can do with a hologram fish. Yeah, that's true. Uh after he does all this, he leaves a riddle for Bruce uh, that uh, is about a clock. Um, I loved... Which is weird. The we riddles in this because they're all super easy until the master riddle right. is the biggest reach on the planet. You're right. just like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll get, get back to that. to that. I got questions there. Um, then he sticks another one on Bruce Wayne's front gate. Uh, that one is about a match. That one was undiscovered, though, for several days, and the paper got wet and ran. <laughs> what happens if that would have happened? If it got, if the dog ate it? <laughs> Something happens to this envelope, and the Riddler's like, why the fuck isn't he responding to me? And, like, at the end of the movie, Batman's, like, in the middle of dying, and he's like, that's why the third Riddle, and he's like, I never got the third Riddle. I was like, oh, no. I should have used oh. Federal Express. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hold on. Hold on. We got to start over. Oh, you're going to (laughs) die. Oh, this seems really unfair now. So Bruce Wayne goes to Dr. Chase Meridian's office uh, to ask about these riddles. Like, what kind of a man would leave these to me? Oh, he doesn't. He goes there. And he's like, oh, also nice tits. He goes there specifically to banger. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty hot. Yeah. Like, he's going to riddles. Oh, I got psychological problems. I was like, you hit on Batman. So I got to try to, like, get you to bang me so I can still be Batman. And after much banter, he eventually asked her to go to the circus, the, yeah, the Gotham Circus. Because yeah. if there's one thing I know about rich people, they love the circus. It's a big deal. Yeah. Well, this circus actually looked pretty fucking Does cool. Does it? It's still a circus. I um, hate the Did circus. you see the drum guys? Yeah, I, w- I guess those guys were cool. I would have sat there and just stared at that for the entire well, thing. yeah, because they're buff. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and they had their nipples showing. Well, you know. They were just covered in silver paint yeah they probably died like three days later i think they got better at that after the the james bond movie hopefully 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 those poor guys aren't dead uh so the uh name of the circus is the hippodrome the hippodrome (laughs) and it's actually like a permanent building so maybe the hippodrome houses other things that aren't circuses like what carnivals uh disney on ice well you'd want to go to like a real 
a real venue for something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the, you know, Wayne of America Center. The Wayne of America. <laughs> yeah, he's got like some hockey rink underneath a bank somewhere and they're like, yep, that's where we have the Disney on ice. <laughs> Not at the Hippodrome. <laughs> the Carnies. What the I'm, fuck is a hippodrome? That doesn't even make sense. I don't know. It's like a roller skating rink for hippos. <laughs> <laughs> you think about a roller drone? The world's most dangerous building. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're they're doing that uh, skating thing, you know, where they're trying to beat the hell out of each other and make it around the rink as fast as they can. Could you imagine a hippo on ice skates? <laughs> it didn't even have to be going fast. You'd only be going three, and there would be nothing to stop it. It's just it's the slowest disaster impending ever. It would be like the juggernaut. Like once it's going, you yeah. can't stop it. <laughs> Unstoppable force. A hippo on skates. <laughs> Professor X and Spider Man are helpless it, against yeah. him. It would. Oh, he would be panicking the whole time too. So it would make it worse. I'm gonna try to mind control it. It doesn't know how to skate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, well, that was a bad idea. It's not happy. <laughs> now it's even more mad than it was before, and it knows about the snack bar. <laughs> uh, so Two Face comes into the circus, and he's got a big bomb, and he's like, "Tell me who Batman is, Gotham Elite, or you're gonna explode." He's like, "I bet it's one of you assholes in here." Yeah. So Bruce is like, uh, he can't hear me say I'm Batman. So he goes into action, starts fighting guys. But the Graysons, the Flying Graysons, the Trapeze family, yep. are like, oh, we can stop it. We can help. Let's do this. They're good people. They do the, like, they're very Brady Bunchy. That's what I think. Like, hey, team. <laughs> they were discovered in a... The Waltons or the Partridge family. I or... couldn't tell because the only one that besides O'Donnell that has a line is his quote-unquote father like they i think these guys make macaroni necklaces and uh you know sit around the family room and sing songs together you know family time i don't think so i think they have their own handshake and uh you know like uh team grayson unite Uh, and they all put their fists in the middle (laughs) no they they defy death twice a week live on the road and are all addicted to heroin okay (laughs) And if you make them mad, they're going to drop your ass net yeah. or no, or no net. Because <laughs> it didn't work out the time, did it, dick face? Uh, so they attempt to get the bomb. Only Dick Grayson gets the bomb and chucks it out the roof. But Two-Face is like, and shoots them down and they all die. They all die except him. Right. Yeah. Orphaning this 31-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I didn't get. Is he supposed to be young? I need to look him up to see. Well, I mean, he he's the boy wonder is Robin, but Chris O'Donnell's a bad cast, guys. He's an adult man. Well, they, they only had adults as their casting alternative. Like Di- DiCaprio was their other oh, one they were going boy. after. Well, I mean, because you see him on a motorcycle, so you know he's got to be at least 15. Right. That's the, well, yeah. 15, I don't know what the age 16, was. 15, 16, yeah. You know, and. I mean, so you got that going for you, but then he is a 31-year-old man, and you're like, why is he an orphan of the state? Why did Bruce Wayne, like, oh, that's okay, I'll take him. He's 25. At but the he's time definitely, of this yeah, like, yeah. he doesn't need to go down to the state and fill out papers with the orphanage. No. Because he's an adult. He's got an earring and a leather jacket. He's an adult. He's an adult man. Yeah. Um. All right, whatever. 
So Bruce takes him in, you know, oh, I'll save you the problem of social services that you don't have because you're your own guardian. Um, you can vote and drink alcohol. Um, so he lives there now, I guess. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon comes. He's like, Rrr. and then he claims that he was going to just bounce after mm-hmm. Gordon leaves because he doesn't need any of this family stuff because he's 25. Right. Yeah, and he's like, I, I kept telling them that I was 25, but they just don't listen. <coughs> and then uh, Batman shows him his motorcycles, and he decides to live there. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody could keep one of these if they uh, worked on them. Hmm. Hmm. And then Alfred comes out with a hamburger. It's got onion rings on the hamburger. Yeah, so we know that Wayne Manor has a deep fat fryer. Where else do you really want to live? <laughs> I mean, you're getting onion rings for lunch. On the hamburger itself. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'm staying. He's like, is that a milkshake? Later, Batman, Bruce Wayne's having this flashback because we need his origin story again. But I guess he's having some psychological problems about his own guilt towards his parents' death and blah, 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 blah. Um, but he sees the bad signal. And he goes into action, but it's a—I guess it's a two-face trap because Two-Face is in the middle of the road with a rocket launcher. Yeah. This one didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So <coughs> the bat signals up, mm-hmm. and then there's him driving in a tunnel. Right. Then there's some other cars. Uh huh. Then there's some driving, and then Two-Face is a lady with a baby. Right. But it's just a rocket launcher and not a baby. Right. And then he blows up his own men. Right. And then there's some more driving. Uh-huh. And then Batman drives away. Uh-huh. And they all blow up. Right. Oh, no. You, you messed it up. Batman drives up the building. Yeah, that's true. Right. But he and then, gets at away. At the end of the alley and gets away. Batman gets away. But wasn't... Wait. Batman? He wasn't he trying to catch someone because of the bat signal what where what are you doing bats they he's just, right fucking there the, like did is is the whole sequence a two-faced trap like did he gain control of the bat signal or is there actually another bat crime right. going on that batman's like i have no time for you two-faced i've got to drive up this building and then go stop the firebug yeah the, i can tell you what happened here okay uh the scenes on either side of this one are on the cutting room floor, and it just got stuffed in wherever they could fit it. I guess, yeah. It's like, dude, your the whole, your nemesis in this movie is right fucking there. <laughs> uh, I want to know how he got his car down later. Like, I could see how it could work going up, right? Yeah. right. But how the hell do you get that thing down? You're like, uh, Alfred, send the chopper over the bat crane. <laughs> the bat crane. <laughs> and they're like, hey, Alfred, uh, here to get the the car again. It's yes, like- uh. Alfred, I've found a great time to test the bat parachute and the uh, inflatable uh, <laughs> bat inflatable. We're going we're to we're give this a shot. And then he crashes horribly and ends up <laughs> laying in the grass next to the Batmobile. Like, oh, we need to work on that one. Oh, the bat kidneys. <laughs> He's like, come get me. Uh, elsewhere, uh, Edward Nigma has uh, come up with his identity. He's now the Riddler, thanks to his, uh, what do you call those little fortune teller machines yeah but there's but, a there's a word for it it doesn't matter because his is a riddler machine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he names himself the riddler after his riddler right <laughs> um and he breaks into harvey dent's headquarters his house as which it were. is nice yeah it's pretty swank yeah Got some hot girlfriends mm-hmm. one, one of them's, them's drew barrymore, barrymore. <laughs> you're like what happened to you that you were showing up so late in this film 
and really getting sort of a second tier part here. Like second tier, it's a third tier. It's part. a third tier part. She might have six lines. Yeah, this is the. Uh, she's not. This is not. I wouldn't say that this is even a like a a role. Like she, it's, a, it's not even a cameo because she was on her like decline at this point. No, but it seems like they did kind of give her as much as they could screen time wise. I guess. Though. Hey, look at Drew Barrymore. Also, it's easy because she's. Pretty easy to look at. Yeah, yeah. There's sure. that too, because the other gal doesn't get near as much screen yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. And she's right. a burtonier for the most part. Huh. Um. Okay. So, so he's like, uh, here's what we're gonna do. He's super hammy and over the top, of course. But we're gonna team up. Um. I'm gonna use my Enigma machine to read all of the minds of Gotham, and find out who is the Batman. And Riddler or Two Face is like, okay. I'm going to flip a coin and maybe kill you, even though you've got a better plan on all this than me because I just shot a rocket launcher and blew up my own guys. That was my last plan. Yeah, and so I guess the coin toss worked out because we just see him robbing a bank next time. Yeah, yeah, so they're on a crime spree together. Hey, Two-Face, show me how to punch a guy. They make enough money for him to uh, build a lot of really large facilities overnight. It's Nigma Tech Island rivals Wayne Tech at this point. It's most Bond villains don't do this good. No. But you know that there's some old lady that's like, I can't sleep because all this green light. (laughs) It's on an island. (laughs) I know, but all the green light from the the television thingy is sucking out of town. Yeah, that's true. And going over, she's like, I can't sleep. Yeah, so... She's filing complaints like every other day to the mayor. Everybody Ooh. now has Nigma Tech in their house. Like, it's it's more popular than the TV, even though I kind of think you need a TV to work one. I don't know. Um, you do. It has yeah. to go on top of a TV. Yeah, so it's a big deal. He sends another riddle to Batman, Bruce Wayne, uh, that's a pawn, a chess pawn is the answer. Um, so we'll come back to that. Meanwhile, I want to talk about this very unimportant scene because it's super unimportant, but Dick Grayson is doing karate laundry. <laughs> I'm not really sure why karate laundry happens. Maybe he's, it's like when Alfred gets the idea, hmm, maybe he could be a sidekick by doing karate laundry. Yeah. yeah. This guy can spin socks like a motherfucker and make a massive mess of my floor mm-hmm. and rather than just. He didn't even let the clothes go through the spin cycle. No. They're so wet. They're drenched. And he's just, you know, putting water all over the the washer and dryer itself. I mean, he's making a huge mess. It's not just on the floor. Right. It's on the walls and shit. Yeah. He's proving that he doesn't, one, know how to do karate, but two, can't even do laundry. Yeah, which is pretty basic. It sucks. I hate this scene. Like, I, ugh, this, this whole scene may lose a star for it, this movie. <laughs> it doesn't fit. It's dumb as shit and makes me want to barf because Chris O'Donnell's in it. But um, he eventually busts into the Batcave, discovering that Wayne is Batman. And so now he decides to take the Batmobile and go pick up some chicks. And Alfred just lets him. What's Alfred going to do against Karate Laundry Guy? Not tell him where the keys to the Batmobile are? I don't know. I mean, let's be honest here. It goes intruder alert, and then it turns everything on and yeah. brings the Batmobile up. Yeah, the keys are in mm, it, dude. Yeah, yeah, the keys are in it. <laughs> if, if, they're, if they're not in the ignition, they're in the uh, sun visor. It just has a push button start. Right. 
Yeah, it just goes on whenever you sit in the seat, and it's like, who are you? I don't care. I'm the Batmobile. Where would you like to go? Yeah. To pick up chicks. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lawnmower. If you, but if as soon as you pull your seat off of it, it stops. It's Siri version one. <laughs> wow, Wayne Tech's pretty rudimentary. Um, so he pulls into this alleyway and stops. Fortunately, a massive gang rape from happening. So uh, that's pretty good. It is good thing you just did there. But he's going to get his ass kicked because there's, there's way too many of these neon glowing guys. And the the leader of the neon glowing guys is none other than Don the Dragon Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out. Yeah. Um, Jackie's like who? And I know who that is. Do you? Do you? Yeah, he's a karate guy. Oh, yeah, okay. a good guess. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> and bluff failed. <laughs> yes. Fortunately, Batman shows up, and they uh, begrudgingly kind of team up, tentatively team up. Even though sure. Batman's like, I don't want you to take down Two-Face because you'll have nightmares for the rest of your life, but I do the same thing. Don't be me, but be me, kind of. Kind of. Like, the way the, the other half of the way that all these conversations go about this sidekick team up is that he's like, I just got a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, get this girl to, like, kiss me and stuff, and it's not, like, working out, so I'm pretty worried about that. And then he has nothing else that he's worried about other than Nicole Kidman not making out with him. <laughs> so Batman is a... 12 year old girl right exactly god i wish somebody back out with me god she's not making out with me <laughs> maybe you should ask your 25 year old orphan son if he knows anything about making out with chicks <laughs> well not to mention that we see later the bat body his real body <laughs> there's a reason that she's not making out with you she touched your arm thinking you were buff and then she was like oh yeah, uh, Val Kilmer needs to hit hit up some weights before I he think, become dons the cowl of Batman. Well, you know, in the first Batman, Keaton did the shirtless thing, too, and it was like, they both trimmed down fine, but I think it was just, it was a different time, <laughs> and it was the time before the weight room. Right. And uh, in the 2000s, the superhero guys had to, had to lift up those weights a little bit, <laughs> a little more bit. than none. Yeah. Pre Hemsworth, as it were. Yeah, yeah. Like, kind of like once him and Captain America came on the scene, it was like, "Oh, you fucked if you want to be a superhero." I wonder if Val Kilmer and Christian Bale ever had a conversation like, "Hey, it was Batman too," and he's like, "Have you seen me without my shirt on? Because I went to the weight room." Yeah. Now you're Dick Cheney. You had to eat sixty pies a day to become Dick Cheney. <laughs> That's fine. He's still hitting the weights. Hitting the weights. He wasn't playing weights. Batman. He was. Playing Darth Vader. <laughs> right. Um, so Bruce and Chase go to the Nigmatech Gala. I guess it's the reveal party of uh, the newest version of Nigmatech. Sure. And uh, Bruce is pretty concerned about this thing, stealing people's brainwaves. Like, he asks a lot of questions about it. The hairs are standing on the back of the neck. But then he just goes into the machine and gets his brain red. Well, he's thinking that it's turned off because oh, he has job. the little... Yeah. yeah, no way anybody could turn so, a machine back on. That's even the better part about this sort of the greatest detective ever's investigation on this one. Right. Is he's at the control panel. Uh-huh. He's like, how do you turn it off? <laughs> so one, he can't figure that out. And then two, he's like, oh, it's off now? All right, well, I'm going to leave the control panel and go inside of it and see if I can figure it out. You were at the control panel. Right. All of the info that you needed was right there. Yeah, you just got your brain read, you ding dong. 
Now they know who you are. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Two-Face busts in, breaks up the whole thing, shoots up the place, and uh, then it, like, awakens Batman from the Enigma Tech machine, I guess. I guess. So he suits up, crashes through the roof, and uh, fights everybody, and then ends up jumping off the building and into a tube. <laughs> that, that yeah, Two-Face is set up as a trap. He jumps off a building, Two-Face, without a plan on how he's going to land. Here's the thing with that tube. If they didn't have the tube, he would have just fallen through the hole and the been tube. really hurt. Really hurt? Really he's, he, hurt. He's at terminal velocity. He's dead, Sam. He Batman might not have just made jumped it. off a building. Yeah. He breaks both of his legs. Hold on. Bat suit. Do the wheelchair. <laughs> That was actually one of the plot lines in Batman for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. broke both his legs. No, he broke his back. His Bane back. broke his Bane back. Bane broke his back. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Your, Isn't that where he goes to the monk? Your joke's not funny. Isn't that where he goes to the monk thing? I guess they kind of did it in the movie too, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Two-Face has set up another trap. This tube thing is all his device to end him up in this, like, oven that he then lights on explosion fire oh, they sh- yeah they save his life with the tube right so that they can see if they can shoot him with fire right it doesn't work because he's fireproof which has he has a fireproof button on his bat cape yeah why not just leave that on all the time well because it sucked around him so that he could actually have some oxygen in there oh it's a bat cocoon make- yeah. yeah it's protecting him from the elements, but also giving him the ability to breathe because he could die from smoke inhalation. I didn't see that. See, uh, it, looks it could like, singe his lungs. It looks like bat shrink wrap is what it yeah, looks like. Which <laughs> actually makes less sense than had he just put the cape in front of his face and jumped through the fire. Right. Indeed. And um, started punching everybody. But then he gets a bunch of dirt dropped on him. And it looks like oatmeal to me. I'm yeah, going to be real honest okay. with you. He's, uh, he's now trapped in Quaker oats. <laughs> and then Robin like, saves him, and he's like, God damn you, why'd you save me from the oatmeal? You loose cannon. What were you thinking? Pulling me out of dirt. Because that's all Robin yeah. does. He doesn't fight a bunch of guys. He doesn't put himself in any risk. He just goes down to the underneath the street and pulls Batman out of dirt. Yeah. You bastard. You broke my one rule. Never pull me out of dirt. And then, but th- this conversation goes back to the same thing. He's like, oh, I just got a lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> and then he goes over to the bat crime computer. And all it is is fucking this girl he wants to make out with in slow motion with wind blowing on her. Ooh, dream like, weaver. Man, I wish you would make out with me. <laughs> Alfred, what's wrong with me? Uh, Alfred just left because he knows when the slow motion goes on, there's only a matter of time before before he starts just kind of pulling on his wiener. Some, some bat-sturbating going on. Bat-sturbating. <laughs> He's like, I'll go make you some onion rings, sir. <laughs> He's like, uh, Master Dick, do not go in there. It is no longer the bat cave. It is now the bat-sturbatorium. <laughs> uh, so he decides to go to Chase's place uh, to Boner and uh she's like um cool you taste like cigarettes uh i'm in love with somebody else 
Yeah. Well, right before then, he was drinking scotch and smoking on the roof going, you can do this, man. You can do this. (laughs) She's going to like me this time. So he's kind of stoked because she's in love with Bruce Wayne and he knows it, but he doesn't just go downstairs and then come back up the elevator as Bruce Wayne and be like, you want to like bone? Like he could have done that. And she would have been like, yeah, yeah, I do. Cool. Because I was just on your balcony a minute ago and I'm totally still horny. Um, he goes home. He shuts down the Batcave. He's like, Batman, no more. Robin, your problem. I don't want you being involved with this. Uh, I'm going to tell Chase everything. And then that's, 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 that's it. Uh, but Two-Face and Riddler have other plans. They sneak onto the Wayne property. It's Halloween. Because of Halloween. They, it just is like there's trick or treaters. You're like, oh, I guess. Is it Halloween? Yeah. And then I guess it is. Yeah. Well, you know, when Alfred lets her in, uh-huh. he's like, happy Halloween, miss. Yeah. Oh, so I didn't what? realize that. I mean, it's it's the same thing. It's just now Halloween uh, for plot convenience, because how are they going to break into Wayne Manor, Manor? Well, it's Halloween. They just go up to the door, knock on it, and say, trick or treat. And then Alfred's like, oh, here's some candy, little kids. And then they bonk him to death. They bonk him <laughs> on the head, and then he eats shit into his own candy dish. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoever took that fall, it sucks because they fell and then the dish hits the wall and then it goes back into their face. So they like wedge their head into this dish that they were holding while it hits the wall at the same time. So it had to hurt really bad. Yeah, that man might be unconscious. Like that might be a literal fall. So they run around fighting Bruce and Dr. Meridian, who is discovered because Batman tastes like cigarettes and Bruce Wayne tastes like cigarettes, that they're both the same person. So now she knows. uh, And then Two-Face knows and Riddler knows. Everybody knows Batman's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Riddler's downstairs, blows up the Batcave with his Riddler grenades. They're little bats. Yep. That you get from the dollar store. They whistle when you throw them. His pumpkin bombs, as it were. Mm, anybody? I didn't, think, didn't the Riddler have little Riddler bombs in the uh, comic? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, because you're, you're a big Detective Comics fan, Jackie. You read it all. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, because... She knows who the Don the Dragon Wilson is. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Justin. I've already proved myself. You don't know. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. Um, Bruce gets shot, and the bullet ricochets off of his head because he's got a tough head. Yeah. Okay. Grazed <laughs> him, and he falls down like two flights of marble staring, bonking his head the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Been shot in the head and hits his head a lot, <laughs> but he's okay. And they don't kidnap him; they kidnap Chase, but they don't like kill him. They don't do anything with so him. here's their here's where they got. They have been the Riddler's promise to Two Face is I'll help you figure out who Batman is so you can kill him. Hey, we know who Batman is. They go there, and then right when he's about to kill him, he's like, "Well, you don't do that now because he won't learn anything." And now oh. I guess Two Face is just on board, right? Because. This is his endgame scenario. Let's do the James Bond villain thing, right? Yeah. Why? Wait, if we make him learn something later and then kill him, that will have been pointless. So what you're telling me is we're never going to kill the Batman. Correct. 
Oh. Bad team up. Oh. <laughs> what happens if he would have just shot him at this point? The Riddler's like, son of a bitch. Now what do I do? Yeah. I don't know. More crime? Yeah, I mean, the Riddler's actually fucked at this point if, if he pulls the trigger because he's in love with Bruce Wayne, right? He's dressing right. Yeah, like he him at, okay. at, the, mm-hmm. at the events, and he's trying to outdo Bruce Wayne. He might have as much money as Bruce Wayne at this point, to tell you the truth. Yeah, so why be the Riddler anymore? Why be the Riddler? Just be like, hey, Bruce Wayne's dead. Now I'm Bruce Wayne of Gotham. Like, I'm the most richest man in town i can i'm in charge of my own destiny now and so you let uh two-face kill him kill him and then you wear his skin as a suit and of course that then you're really him you do that whether or not you're the richest man you know Mm -hmm. yeah he buys everything that bruce wayne's had it's good skin yep (laughs) including you know employing alfred right well then you wear alfred's skin too because you bonked him to death no that's the problem is what's going to happen is that they shoot bruce wayne then Alfred wakes up and goes sick house on both of their asses. <laughs> just fucking rips them apart. There's like when the police show up, there's, they can't even get in. It's just like a bloodbath. <laughs> there's Alfred naked sitting in the middle with just smoking a cigarette, <laughs> recounting World War One or whatever. He totally is like the Wolverine. Just yeah. Berserker mode. Um, <clears throat> but then he carries. You got to kind of think, though, that Alfred might be. Like a Wolverine, because he packs Bruce Wayne up into his bedroom. He does. Sure. Takes his clothes off and bandages his head. After yeah, having most of his brains leak out of the side of his head after he shattered his skull on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. No, he's a superhero. He's pretty, well, you know, different different accounts. I think he's SAS, at, and depending on right. which Batman you're reading. Like, Alfred actually is pretty badass. Yeah. So... <sighs> Robin comes in. He's like, dude, can we do this, Batman? And Batman's like, yo, they got my girlfriend, so let's team up. I have now zero problems with you being a superhero. Um, Why is your codpiece bigger than mine? Interesting character shift. The on, well, this actually isn't a character shift at all. The whole time he was just concerned about making out, and he's like, oh, my God, they captured her. I totally can't make out with her now. And he's like, can I help? He's like, oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> I don't even care about your life. I just, oh, there's an actual obstacle in between my making out with this girl. <laughs> um, yeah, they got nipples and they team up. Um, they and take the bat boat and the bat wing. Yeah, for, but how can for, you even just yeah. graze over the fact that they're trying to make this sexy, right? They've got a close-up of the nipples. Oh, yeah. Then the bat, the the bat cape, butt. you know, flings around and then the you get bat butt. Bat and butt. it hangs for three seconds. Yep. And explain this one, Joel. Oh, you know, Batman needs to be butt on screen. <laughs> like, there's no way for him to use anatomical it's or Greek. Raining there men, isn't any hallelujah. Art that you can go here. This is just bat butt. Bat butt. I, my other part with this sequence that's so fun is that Batman comes down and he's like, has everything been destroyed, Alfred? And he's like, <laughs> yes, everything, but this experimental bat suit. Okay. And the suit that I made for Robin. Okay. And the bat wing. <laughs> and the bat boat. The bat computer. Um, pretty much only the Batmobile got bought. <laughs> it's like the jerk, right? It's like, what What got bought? What do you need, Alfred? I don't need anything except this lamp and these matches 
and this magazine. Right. <laughs> like, like, really not that much got blown up. Um, yeah, they take the Batwing and the Batboat, and both of them get it blown up immediately. Immediately. I think O'Donnell, Robin makes a couple of turns in the Batboat before it gets blown up. It's used none at all. Like, no. they don't shoot guns out. They don't, like, do anything cool with, like, a grappling hook and the, like, you know, gadgets re. They just both get shot and exploded. Yeah. Well, you know, the Joker and the Riddler, or I'm sorry, Two-Face and the Riddler are playing Battleship. Right. Yeah, they we, they they beat him with a with Hasbro. <laughs> and uh and a blender. Yeah. That shoots the power of minds into the Batwing cuz he pushes a button and this thing that's been sucking in brain power this whole time like disperses its energy and shoots down the Batwing. Has good aim too. Yeah. Despite being just sort of a spinny thing that shouldn't be able to aim at all. Uh, I don't know. Then, speaking of gadgetry being underutilized, the Batwing goes into the water uh-huh. where Robin's now been attacked by leftover villains from Dr. No. Thunderball. Thunderball. <laughs> um, and uh, it turns into the Bat submarine. Right. And you're like, oh, sweet, the Bat submarine. And then he just shoots himself out of it. <laughs> And the bat submarine sinks forever. The bat submarine literally travels six feet. And then Batman's <laughs> like, this is dumb. I, he's like, ah, yes. The number one feature in the bat submarine, turning me into a human torpedo. Right. That's it. That's all it does. <laughs> they end up on the island, uh, Nigmatech Island. Uh-huh. And it now is on a hydraulic lift that shoots it into the sky. Yeah. That's a feature. That yeah. You can ask for while constructing an evil villain headquarters. Yep. Giant hydraulic. What do you think the contractors were on this thing? <laughs> Halliburton. <laughs> yeah, the only people are going to get it done that fast, right? Who cares what it costs? Uh, so they get separated. Robin's punching out Two Face on top of the island. Batman's climbing up the center of the hydraulic lift. It's all death traps. Robin gets nabbed. And Batman ends up in the main room eventually. There's some actual fighting here. Yeah. But now this is really a showcase of the sequins on Jim Carrey's white Riddler costume. Yeah. And I can't, I thought when I was watching this part in the theater, I was like, God, this is so dumb. But watching it again this time, I'm like, pretty dumb but it looks great yeah right. it looked great sure, sure, sure. he's oh, got yeah. uh, he's got uh dr chase and robin in separate tubes that will drop at the push of a button causing both of them to fall to their death at the bottom of the hydraulic arm lift. yes so batman's got to make a choice is the idea but it's not like dude i can just get them both i'm batman yeah and then he also says something there's like oh well riddle me this riddler blah 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 whatever and then he throws a batarang at the chandelier and it destroys everything right the 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 blender on top of enigma island the frequency is down because everything was tied into the chandelier or maybe it's like the focal point of your brain beamer maybe and doubles as a light source for your living room it's like the beam thing in 
Independence Day and when Randy Quaid goes up there, it's yeah. all over. Right. Blows up the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. That's how technology works from my understanding. Sure. So Chase and Robin fall. Batman dives after him. He gets them both, of course. It's not that big of a deal. He's got fucking grappling hooks and batarangs and all that shit. And he can yep. do whatever he wants. Um, he wouldn't have even had to dive in after him. He would have just been able to shoot both of them with his grappling right. hooks. And sure, one of them went through her shoulder and she's going to have to have a surgery, but she lived. Uh, that's not how those work. They, they always got, do a good job. They, they, they wrap around your ankles. They never and go into a slowly butt accidentally. decelerate you so that you don't <laughs> yeah. injure yourself from sudden stopping. Through your ankle and then it's, it rips out. It's actually out. a comfortable ride. Yeah. <laughs> you saved me, but then my knee came apart and I died. Oh, you you do think that Batman shoots people? No, I I think he's got this, this magic technology. Yeah, okay, there we go. Makes it perfect every time. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, Two Face comes down. He's like, "Time to die!" And Batman's like, "Uh, uh-uh, here's some quarters." He's like, up. "Oh yeah, pennies from heaven, bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> and then he just falls trying to catch coins and dies. And Robin's like, yeah, I feel pretty good. He doesn't. He's like, wait a second. This is <laughs> this is morally questionable because he's been like, you don't want to kill this guy. Trust me. And then he's like, watch this. I'm going to kill this asshole with quarters. <laughs> oh, and that's what happens. And he's like, you son of a bitch. I can't feel good about this or bad. <laughs> and Batman's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Time to make out. Time to make me. out. And she's Bye like, me. I'm bleeding out from my shoulder. <laughs> Riddler's upstairs going, I got a weird head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets a weird head, loses his mind, and thinks he's Batman and goes to Arkham. Sure. And Batman has some very inconsequential line that's supposed to be like so heavy where. I am not just Batman, I am also Bruce Wayne forever. <laughs> You're like, why is that in the movie? Okay. Cool, bro. Um, my first question is what's the deal with the riddles? Match, clock, and pawn. Match clock pawn. There was one more, wasn't there? No, it was just the three, and they the last riddle that reveals the identity of the Riddler is just a spelling challenge. It says... But he was such a reach when he was like... It's the vowels in in a tennis court. E-E-I-O-U. And then they count out the letters no, the that num- reveal Mr. E. So the numbers from each riddle yeah. correspond with a letter in the alphabet. And it spells out Mr. E. Right, it, so the solutions of the p- puzzle don't have anything to do with yes. solving a puzzle? And also, it didn't work right because they had to go, oh, one and eight don't work. It's 18. Right. It is such a reach. Uh, uh, 18, the 18th of June, 1918, was a great year for uh, uh, America. America's a country. Uh George Washington was the president of America, a country. George Washington Bridge. The Green Goblins on George Washington Bridge with Gwen Stacy. Let's go! Only worse. (laughs) Mr. E, that's Edward Nygma. Wait, what? 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 So, yeah, like the, the the riddles before are impossibly easy, and then the final one is a stretch beyond all imagination. Yeah, and completely irrelevant. Uh, Anyways. You guys. How did he get the keys to the car? 
<laughs> on the or back just, key ring like, holder. Why is the security? I guess the better question is why is the security function of the Batcave when it has an intruder alert is to just open up all the doors to everything? It goes into unlockdown. <laughs> <laughs> intruder alert, unlockdown, commencing. <laughs> well, I have the big one still. Um, sequel? <laughs> yep. The answer is yes. Yes, okay. Okay, no, the big one. Was it. Is it better than Batman Returns? Uh, I'm gonna tie it in together, and I'm gonna I'm gonna raise you. Is it a bad movie? Um, yes, I think it's better than Batman Returns. Jackie, yeah. yes. Sam, yes. Is it a bad movie? Yes. How so? Um, it doesn't work as a unit. The the sum of its parts isn't a tight unit. Mm, that's my biggest why it's not a good movie it's not it's definitely not a good yeah um the confusion is why it's a bad movie it's the having its final cut being almost a pile is why it's a bad movie that whole driving sequence just in the middle that doesn't match Mm -hmm, with anything mm -hmm. how does the batmobile get off the roof Mm -hmm. there's just too many holes left from it being cut Cut down down, from a three-hour which movie do we want to make? And that's why it's bad. No, I, I can understand that. Jackie, what's your what's your take? Your hot take? Well, I'm kind of with Sam. It, it is really hard to follow why certain things are happening. Mm-hmm. Like, why doesn't Alfred stop him from taking the Batmobile, right? right? Like, right. does he know how to drive this car? Right. Do, does... Dr. Chase Meridian and Bruce Wayne's relationship even fucking matter in the grand scheme of things, even though it's three quarters of the movie. Don the Dragon Wilson's gang is just this huge lightstick army. Where are the, and the bad police guys? don't do anything yeah. anymore? Yeah. But in the same token, I was entertained. Mm-hmm. But Tommy Lee Jones kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah. He was the one, not Chris O'Donnell. Well, yeah. Uh, Actually, that's going to be my next question. Go ahead. Yeah, so the character that bothered me the most was going to be Tommy Lee Jones is Two-Face. And I can't put my finger on why I didn't his like it. His makeup sucks. Yeah, his his Two-Face makeup did suck. It's purple. He's and got, he's got 90s fashion face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will give it to him that it sucked. But he tried his guts out. He did Whatever he was all. doing, he, he it gave all. it 110%. Oh, yeah, he did. It just sucked. But it just wasn't, um, I don't know, it was just annoying to me. So I'm going to say that, yeah, it is a bad movie. Okay, I'm going to disagree with both of you. I don't think it's a bad movie at all. Um, I think that it is looked at as Batman 3 when really it's Batman the movie 2. This yeah. is a sequel to the Adam West Batman movie. There is so much fucking just in your face uh uh Batman uh Adam West Batman homages and storytelling devices and like Jim Carrey I think is a fantastic Riddler if you're basing it on the only other on-screen Riddler that's ever existed, and pardon me, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember the the actor's name that was the Riddler. Um, it's not Cesar Romero, of course, but no, um, Burgess Meredith was the Penguin. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, so, and we know Eartha Kitt, so we've got all but one. Good job. Us. All but the one that we needed to know. Yeah. Um. And the, I mean, even like the holy rusted metal Batman reference. Sure. Um. It's to me, it's just Joel Schumacher saying, "I am making a spiritual successor." 
to the 60s Batman franchise, and I think he accomplishes everything he set out to do. Do I like it? Absolutely not. Mm. Um, do I think he failed? Definitely not. Well, from a financial standpoint, no. But if you're going to take that angle... Uh, from an artistic standpoint. Sure, or artistic. But from that angle, if that's the way that I was going to view it, I would just say that the rest of it just doesn't keep up with Jim Carrey. Right. Miserably at that point. Yeah, I like, agree. It just miserably doesn't keep up with right. Jim Carrey at that point. Definitely. But uh, it was well, just hard to do anytime, yeah. in my opinion. So then she already said her she didn't like Tommy Lee Jones. Who's your least favorite? Chris O'Donnell. Mm. Yeah. But is it because it's Chris O'Donnell? It's not yeah. because it's Robin. Like Tommy Lee Jones to me is a bad cast to be Two Face. He tries his guts th- or this out. version of Two Face. Yeah. Um. Whereas Chris O'Donnell just shouldn't be in movies. <laughs> Because I just don't like him. NCIS LA. I don't even know which one it is. But yeah. And I would say that on this more recent visit, because when I first watched it, I was like, man, I hate that guy. Mm -hmm. He's not in it enough that he really ruined it for me to the point that I think Val Kilmer was my least favorite in here. That can be argued. It can be argued. Not that I'm not. He's he's wooden enjoying anything that Chris O'Donnell, I want to make that clear. Right. I'm not enjoying anything that Chris O'Donnell's doing. Val Kilmer stinks in this. He stinks. He's so wooden. He's so He's Val Kilmer. He's completely yeah. Val Kilmer. He's, but he has none of the Val Kilmer charm that we love from Real Genius. From or two movies. From two <laughs> movies. Nick Rivers and Real Genius. Well, he at least fucking smiles in those. Yeah. Right? Like, when he's charming this woman... He can't because he's an object. He's a plastic piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. He has no charm. No charm is coming out of him. So why would she fall in love with him? I right? don't know. I guess he's, I don't know. Yeah. Final recommendations. Jackie, start with you. I'm going to give it a deal. Okay. I was entertained and, you know, it wasn't that bad. I'm going to give it a do not, um, mostly because everybody's already seen it. Um, I um, On my opinion, there's nothing to revisit here. Um, if you've seen it, you've seen it, that you're good for the rest of time. Don't worry about it. Walk away. Just walk away. I mean, if Sam? you've never seen it, it's a do. It everybody kind of has fun. seen this. Yeah, everybody's seen this. If um, you haven't, yes, it's a do, but I think for the most part, it's a don't. I guess I, I, I can't say do not. Because I liked it better this time around, so I guess that gives me that you know, in that sixty percent do we're barely over the top. Yeah. But because I enjoyed it more and I laughed at it a few times, I got a genuine laugh out of Jim Carrey twice. I got good laughs out of the bad computer graphics. Yeah. And a couple of the action sequences were just so bad that I was laughing. So it's a it's a do. Okay. All right. It's uh two out of three makes it a do for the team. Um on streaming do's and don'ts this week, um, we're going to finish off our Christmas time with a riff tracks that Jackie and I watched called, so it's on Amazon Prime, obviously, um, called Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Yips. Somebody was <laughs> I, smoking a lot of dope. Yeah. Essentially, the story of this one is Santa is flying around, breaks down, his sleigh breaks down in florida on the beach and can't get it unstuck so the children of florida try to unstick him because he's got to deliver presents and the only way they can find a solution to is to get the ice cream bunny it's not the easter bunny it's the ice cream ice bunny. cream bunny yep 
He has his own truck. Which I don't know what is or so, how it's related to Santa or Florida. What? When was this made? Oh, God. Got to be 74, 75, somewhere Ice there. cream bunny, so it's the snowman. When I say snowman, I mean, yeah, he can get Santa's... So there's uh, anything going with that much cocaine. Oh, you mean the the candy man? Yes. It <laughs> doesn't snow in Florida. Let's just say that. huh? huh? All the snow comes from uh, Columbia. <laughs> yep, it sure does. That's southern snow. Uh, I, I'll be straight up honest. That I mean, that's as much plot or <laughs> anything that happens that I can give you. They try to use these kids try to use some various animals. Like uh, dogs and pigs and a donkey, a donkey to get Santa out, and that's the movie. It's terrible. If it's not for Rift Tracks, this is this is like there's a type of movie that I say is you get sick, you feel <laughs> nauseous, like you hate it so much that it makes you feel ill. That's what happened to me with this. Like, I didn't want to watch it. I wanted to turn it off. I hated it so much. This is a one star, and I rarely give out one stars because it's not a fucking movie. It's Santa stuck on the fucking beach and a bunch of exploited children, basically. The, you know, actors, actors, not, not the story of exploiting children, but, like, the filming conditions of this movie are uncomfortable you know, because it's all a beach and just these poor children stuck with this fucking man who's wearing an ice cream bunny suit and they're Santa and they're all miserable. Ugh. Mm. <coughs> hated it. Jackie? Yeah, I'm with you. I hated this. Do this not without Rift Tracks. Impossible. So it's you an wanna, abort. If you want to watch a fat man and some ice cream, go ahead and hook up with Bud, Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill instead. Yes, indeed. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. No, steer clear of that one. Even for a, even for a Christmas movie. It's it's awful. Mm-hmm. It's worse than fucking Santa Claus versus the Martians. That's tough. Like I think it's the worst Christmas movie I've ever seen. Christmas related movie. Yeah. Because what's the spirit of Christmas? Santa gets stuck on a beach and animals help him? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um moving on. Sam and I watched this and it's shocking that we hadn't seen this before, Sam. Uh on Stars Alien versus Predator Requiem. <laughs> how yeah, did we miss this? I don't know. Like, how do you miss an AVP movie or an Aliens movie or a Predator movie when you're Sam and Justin? Like, it's I'm, required viewing no matter how shitty they are. I thought that I had to think back on it because it was it was funny, too, when we were like, I don't think I've seen this. And you're like, I don't think I've seen this either. So I had to, like, walk back my history. And I think that all that really happened is that everybody told me to steer clear of it that much, even as a bad movie. And I think they may have been right. They were completely right. <laughs> yeah. Is it, was the, the same guys that did Skyline, the brothers did this. Skyline. Mm-hmm. Skyline, which was not good. And I don't they know just what that got, is. Uh, it was a movie about alien invasion. Mm. And then there's a new one, like, but it's not them. It's it, they producer took over and there's another skyline movie on netflix right now that's supposed to be better but yeah it sucks this is not uh, even an aliens or a predator movie this is just a monster movie set in colorado where you've got to i mean it, it's basically the story of resident evil you, you pretty much raccoon city uh, a fucking event happens and the uh, you got to get out of the city before the fucking government blows it up sure and the at the end of AVP, which was ultimately disappointing, 
because I even watched out of the theater and I was like, yeah, that wasn't very good. But I'm like, I guess it, hopefully it makes enough money because they got to where we're needing to go. Mm-hmm. We've all been wanting to get here where the alien is an alien from it's a xenomorph of a predator. Right. We're finally going there. And this movie did not concentrate on that key component. It is worthless. It's fucking worthless. And beyond... It's just basically an alien. It's tougher, I guess. Okay. It's not. It's not even as tough as the queen. No. In two. No. So it's just like, what is this? And beyond missing its entire point of existence, which it did by not doing that, uh. the thing that made me more mad was that whoever did the creature, like the practical effects were really good and they shot around it. Yes, they did. Way too much. It's some really, really good looking practical effects and you kept shooting other stuff. You know what they didn't not shoot? Uh, Teenage love romance. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A difficult drama between uh, teenage romance. Because, you know, the people need to make it. Batman needs to make out. So do these people, right? Yeah. Uh, Alien versus Predator is a do not. Yeah, Requiem. It was uh, Requiem. Really, Requiem really, sucks. Really pissed. Ugh. It was. I actually got mad at. It. I was mad at that movie. Last but not least, the moment everybody's been waiting for: a future Smabfa contender starring uh, Jason Statham, The Meg, one of the most successful films of the year, is now for rent on all the streaming services. Uh, it's got a pretty solid meta score. And uh, my thought is immediately, what the fuck is this pile of shit? I already forgot what happened. Right. Who? What? Oh, when? Uh, There's. I remember mm. one thing. The one thing I can keep is that the shark size was sort of inconsistent from scene to scene. I remember a dog being in the water. The, there was a dog in the water. Yeah, spoiler alert, makes it. Uh, yeah. Kid makes it. Everybody makes it. I think so. Yeah. Except for one guy. Um, the fat guy doesn't make it. Yeah. Uh, and the kid from uh, that Heroes TV show, he didn't make it at the beginning either. But he didn't get really get killed by the shark other than... He mostly just got smashed. Well, he just... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. At the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, I... God, what a boring fucking shark movie. Yeah, it was super boring. And I, I couldn't tell you what it was about. I've already forgotten about it. A shark. It. Yeah, a giant shark. A giant megalodon. And then, of, and then, of course, at the end... That was a baby. Yeah. Okay. But then the big one doesn't really fucking matter either. No. Uh, This is your tragedy with shark movies, and these guys, Statham and and the Dwayne The Rock and all that, you can't make these fun, wholesome family movies when the object is a burning building and terrorism or a shark who eats fucking people. These need to be gory, nasty, everybody gets chopped in half sure. movies. The Come on. whole reason of a sole survivor in horror movies is just like a device that's like, this is the person left to tell the tale, say. Right. Right? Uh, not everybody makes it because then you know what it's not? Horrific. Indeed. Like, oh my. Because now it's not like we survived the monster. What this movie is, we discovered a new species, and then we killed it. Go team. Because it didn't really get any of us. We just killed it. Finn. That's No, the Meg sucked, guys. 
It sucked. It sucked. Uh, it's got a fifty fucking four again. How? Uh, what? What's ours? Three? No, because that's I'm a, giving it a three. A three. Three out of ten. I couldn't remember that. Yeah, because I don't remember. That's a. That's the. The essential failure of a film is if two weeks later I don't remember what happened in your movie. You did a bad job. Right. Do not. Do not. Do not. I don't even think it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna get voted for Smafas, but get down, honey. Get it's a down. thin year. It's a thin year. But it's I. It does not have my vote in the least for anything. For anything. It sucks. Um. There you go. That's your uh, show this week. Jackie's pick next week. What you got? Twenty nineteen. Kick us off. All right, I am going to start a new tradition while I'll actually come with a movie. No, you won't. <laughs> well, let's just uh, just say, hey, I got one for the kickoff. Of the I year. got one for the kickoff. Yeah, don't say, don't give us hollow promises yeah. of you picking movies for the next year. We're All good right. with the one. Okay, cool. Uh, it's 2002's Hard Cash. Hard Cash. Starring Christian Slater oh. and Val Kilmer. <laughs> Two weeks in a row of Val Kilmer. You should just... You should dig up a Val Kilmer movie just so we get three weeks in a row of that bottle. Oh, God, I don't want to. I refuse, actually, <laughs> to take part. I've already got my movie picked out. So. Okay. Um. All right, there you go. Hard Cash from 2002. Streaming currently on Amazon Prime, so watch that and enjoy. Was it on? I know it was free on Voodoo. Was it free I on Prime as well? I checked it out. It's on Amazon Prime, and I told you that before we started the show, so thanks for doing that. Uh, yeah, it's on Prime. Don't be a jerk. Everybody has Prime. So watch it on Prime. Everybody has Voodoo too because it's fucking free. Oh, yeah, well, it's free. It's Prime is free. not free everywhere. <laughs> Prime costs money. Everybody, yeah, everybody has it. Prime has. Yeah, Prime costs money, jerk. Okay, there's your show. Enjoy your week. Get to the shopper, guys. And a happy new year. Happy new year. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening, and get to the chopper.